Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezo Mapepe on SAFM. Manzalamba is soon to be on the line, CEO of Veritihurst Academy. Initial public offerings or stock market launch is a type of public offering in which shares of a company are sold to institutional investors and usually also retail investors. An IPO, initial public offering, is underwritten by one or more investment banks who also arrange for the shares to be listed on one or more stock exchanges course outside the JSC we're talking about internationally. IPOs, the first time that the stock of a private company is sold to the public, got a little crazy in the Dr. Mania days. Of course, we're talking about the 1990s. When the tech bubble burst, the IPO market returned to normal and investors could no longer expect the double and triple digit gains that they did once get in the early days of tech in relation to IPO days simply by flipping stocks. Today, there is once again money to be made in IPOs. That's the view of Mandlalamba, but the focus has somewhat shifted. Rather than trying to capitalize on a stock's initial bounce, investors are more inclined to carefully scrutinize its long-term prospectus. To help us understand this concept, we are joined on the line by Mandlalamba. And just in a second, here are some five tips for investing in IPOs because essentially this is where you as an investor take out your money invest in a company in the early stages so you've got very little to go on in terms of institutional partners before you hedging their bets on the success of this company so it does require a lot of research in that regard key takeaways is that it's difficult to sift through the riffraff and find the IPO with the most potential for reasons I've just mentioned learning therefore as much as you can about the company before going public is a crucial step and also engaging even the personalities who pull the strings in companies of course we know when you're talking about stock it's a lot of the time sentiment and sentiment can be much stronger at times than reality consider the fact that donald trump just very recently had taken ill due to coronavirus and what people thought would happen in relation to the u.s and their election was what was driving the share price in many international markets going down or people being circumspect. Consider what would have happened. The bloodbath on the JSE when President Ramaphosa announced the 21-day lockdown, how many stocks just fell. At some point even, there was a problem. I, I, I failed to have the proper economic terms. There, were, there was a challenge in terms of the oil price. It plummeted to levels never before seen or haven't, haven't been seen in quite a long time resulting in oversupply. So these are some of the things that you, you sh- one should look into. Try to select an IPO that has a strong underwriter, a major investment firm. I know a couple of in- investment firms who fit the profile, but they haven't paid, so I won't mention their name. Always read the prospectus of the new company. That prospectus effectively tells you everything you need to know about the public offering It is very much written in legalese terms, so that's in many respects a barrier to entry. You can't access the information the way typically one would want to. So nonetheless, it is good advice to read the prospectus and have it broken down to you by somebody who's good on finances or somebody who's good on law, somebody who can just make it that much more accessible to you. And of course, be skeptical if a broker is pitching an IPO too hard. Brokers are driven by one thing and one thing only, at least for the most part. Or could I be wrong? Okay. Let me say it again. Brokers are driven to sell because they earn commission on sales. Make of that statistic what you will. Finally, in terms of the 
key takeaways and key tips in relation to investing in IPOs, waiting until corporate insiders are free to sell their company shares, the end of the lockup period is not entirely a bad strategy. Talking about insiders, be very careful of insider trading. It is a crime, a very serious financial crime as well. So don't draw too much influence, if any, from what people who are inside tell you what's going to happen. I have to say this, so at least my conscience is clear. Is Mandalamba on the line? Mandalamba, good evening. I think I've said a mouthful. Hi, Samuel. How are you? Not too bad, man. How are you? I got it. Excellent. The line is somewhat dicey at this point, but uh, we're going to give it a try. From what I haven't said or from what I have said, what more can you say in relation to IPOs? Uh, for me, um, I like the people you are using on this, and it's very, very good for me. Never invested in IPOs. Uh, the honest truth is that um, a lot of things to look at before you can put money in an IPO. Usually prefer personally IPO and by venture capitalists who invested early stage and how they seek an exit where the company was cornered by um, these venture capitalists seeking exit from the company with a proper I, I I prefer that more than anything because usually that would yield to a proper uh, um, uh, uh, IPO. But IPOs that are driven by a company that seeks to raise capital, first you would need to do a lot more due diligence on that company. One of those due diligence points you'd have to look at, what is the use of the capital they seek to raise during the IPO? Um, you look at that and then you'd have to also look at the, the current financial standing of the company. Uh, do they have debt? If so, how much debt to equity do they have in terms of ratios? And if so, from the proceeds of the capital to be raised from that IPO, how much is going to go to pay the, paying down the debt? So there's a lot of uh, factors when it's a company going to raise capital. And then you raise a point, which is very valid, with brokers overselling. Sometimes they'll oversell a company knowing that it's... Because it's, 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 they are underwriters, they're given a, a percentage, they bought the shares at a discount, when they underwrite, they they decide they took a decision to underwrite that offering, and then they are selling these shares to these high net worth individuals at a higher price than the price they got it at because they want to make profit. They tell them this is a good company, whereas they are selling everything that they are underwriting. That's another thing you need to look at. Mm. The underwriter, what percentage are they going to hold post listing when the shares dip to the market? Are they still going to be shareholders, or? Are they selling everything before the market? There's a lot of things that we look at. Let's talk about what is a public offering and the strategy that a company inherently employs when going public. Of course, a lot of the time, most companies do not go public first up. There are private companies owned by people. And then, of course, it's a question of managing growth. And a lot of the time, growth requires recapitalization and oftentimes the lowest hanging fruit in that recapitalization project is to go public but let's have a deeper conversation in terms of why companies go public why they need to raise capital or major growth around the the, the public offering is predicated on that yeah so some companies as long as they do go public not because they need to raise capital some go public because they need visibility because they gain a lot of uh, trust mm -hmm. from clients that they are ha having services provided by a listed company. 
some who go public uh, because maybe the founders want to exit, want to sell a portion of their equity in the business. Some want to grow the business, so they are ready to sell quite a, a, a huge chunk of the company's uh, shares to the general public and other institutional players to raise capital to fund growth. It depends on uh, what the purpose of that company that it seeks to achieve from the listing. Fantastic. Mandra, thank you so much for your time. It's a pity we couldn't quite tune in at the time that was the anointed hour, but you will be back next week, and I'm sure your insights, as ever, will be as valuable. Thank you so much, Sonezo. Excellent. The feature was proudly brought to you by Labat Africa in partnership with Veritywurst Academy, which is a trading school teaching about trading shares on the JSC. You can contact Veritywurst Academy on their WhatsApp number 082-428-1098 or their office number 011-367-0678. 21 on the dot. It's time for news. Man, my time is good tonight.